First Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5 in the New Testament. You there with me? 1 Peter chapter 5. Can we read together from verse number 6? Uh-huh. Humble yourselves. Yeah, go ahead. Huh? Yes. Therefore, honor the what? Mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because... Your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, yes, seeking whom he may devour. Go ahead. Whom resist steadfast in faith, knowing that the same affliction, yes. Give a little big clap offering. With me today is what is called an inner tube. It's inner tube. I was looking for the car inner tube. I sent Reverend Pam, and they couldn't find the uh, inner tube for cars. Your cars don't use this anymore. So I still remember what we used to use back in the day. And, and you had to inflate this inner tube to cause your tire to move. <laughs> I mean, you could have the most beautiful tire, but if this inner tube was not working right, the whole system wasn't working right. You couldn't go anywhere. Your engine was okay, your steering wheel, everything was okay, but the tires kept you flat. So this inner tube here is for a kind of vehicle. Now, in this inner tube here, what do you have inside? Air. Huh? Air. So the tube with the air sits inside the tire. And so when the motor is running, you can go forward. Let me have four volunteers for just a minute. I need four Jesus-loving volunteers. One, two... I need one more. Okay. And I need, I need two of you to be front tires, two of you to be back tires. <laughs> Ladies in front. Okay. Now, and, 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 okay, it's a ladies car, right? Now, but the tires got to be on the, yeah, yeah, so they can drive. Very good. Now. Each one of you is going to be rolling these tires at the same speed. So front to front, you're not going to go too fast. And back to back, you're not going to go too fast. We want the car to move in this direction. And we don't want the car to speed up, okay? And let's assume that we have tires, okay? Please, for our purpose today, just know that these tubes are not driving by themselves without tires. So please... Understand their tires, okay? All right, three, two, one. Are you ready? Okay, gently come forward and roll your wheels 
the same distance, don't collide. It looks like some tires are out of alignment. Yeah? Okay? Praise the Lord. Stop right there. Stop right there. Keep that position like you are. You see the positions that they have? That's God sending his angels, sending his anointing upon their lives, sending different people to you as the tire of the vehicle. And God wants to move the wheel. And God is moving the wheel of your life forward. And he is continuously moving you. His power is ruling your wheels. His anointing is ruling your wheels. He's making sure that you don't stop anywhere. He's making sure that nothing stops you as far as his side is concerned. Look at the alignment. Look at the positioning that they have. Ready to go. They're not standing vertical. They're ready to go. They're bent over. Each one of them is bent over, ready to go. God is ready to go in our lives. He's nonstop, ready to go. If we believe him today, these miracles are going to begin to happen right now in the name of Jesus. Can you give a lot of big clap off somebody? Okay, you may be seated. Thank you. Thank you. You may be seated. You may be seated. <laughs> you see, the back beginning, beginning to hurt a little bit. Yeah. You see, God doesn't hurt. Praise God. Now. Amen? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Now, in this wheel, in this your wheel, this is you. This is you. This is me. We are the tires for God's miracles. We are the wheels. God is saying, hey, let's come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You can make it. You can make it. You can make it. Okay? Now, for this to roll, can you imagine that your whole motor, your car, as big as it is, is sitting on air? Think about it. You're going at 80 miles an hour, 70 miles an hour, and for some people, 100 miles an hour, just on air. That's it. Air. That's it. This air that is so free, that's what you are sitting on, and that's what you are riding on. Now, if you look at the Greek Bible, the Greek Bible refers to air by using the word pneuma, pneuma or air. The Holy Spirit is air in motion, wind. On the day of Pentecost, they said he came upon them like a rushing mighty wind in Acts chapter 2. Rushing mighty wind. That's the power of the Holy Spirit that made regular people look drunken and speak drunken and act drunken and fear was gone forever from their lives because of the power of this air that we ride on. Now, the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians that God may sanctify us totally. Spirit, soul, and body. So you have a spirit. You have a soul. And you walk in a body. Now, if spirit is air, then it means that the air in this tube is your spirit, for illustration. The air in the tube is your spirit man. If you go to Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 14 with me, Proverbs chapter 18 verse 14 with me, 
What does it say? What does it say? The spirit of a man will do what? Sustain his infirmity. The spirit of a man will carry, will carry, will sustain, will give victory over, the Bible uses the word infirmity, or over his weakness. The spirit of a man sustains you. Just like we said that you're carried by air, your motor. Your whole vehicle, four passengers, two passengers, carried by what? Air. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, if your spirit is in the tube that sustains the tire, whether you have inner tube or you don't have inner tube, you still need air anyway. You still got to have your spirit. You know, you can't just go around without spirit. You have to have your spirit working. Now, that spirit is born again is in the tube. The tube itself is a layer covering that. The next layer is your soul. The outermost tire out here is your body. The tire is your body. Because the body carries the soul and the spirit. Amen? So you need air, you need tube, you need tire. Okay? To run. And so spirit, soul, and body, you saw four of them running the wheels. And by spirit, soul, and body, God can depend on this. God is depending on you. God is depending on you to have your air full. God is depending on you to keep your tires together. God is depending on you to patch your tires when you have a problem. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Now, if you don't do that, I have an officer's knife here today. This is an officer's knife, HPD, Houston Police Department. This knife is wicked, I'm telling you. This knife, this knife, it ain't good. This knife is diabolic, see? Diabolic for the word diabolos. And that's the same word for devil. 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 That scripture we read is devil. Devil is diabolos. Diabolos. But the English word diabolic. Diabolic. Now, watch this. Watch this. Here is you. Here is your tie. Ready to go. If for any reason. Any reason you allow that guy called the devil to do what? This is your soul now. Remember, he's not doing anything with your spirit. Your spirit is intact inside. It's air, right? It can't touch your spirit. Your spirit is born again. Your spirit has the nature of God. He can't touch you. Galatians 5.16, walk in the spirit and you should not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Right? So he can't touch your spirit. But look where he wants to touch. He wants to go from your soul, the tube, your soul, or the tire outside. We don't have the tire today, but the tire outside or the soul. But the Bible says that we should not be ignorant of the devices of the devil. Okay, the thoughts of the devil, which means this is where the devil operates, this soul realm. 
Watch what he does. He wants to hurt you. He wants to do what? Hurt you. To punch your tie. All of a sudden, we need you to stand, and you can't stand. Your spirit is deflated. You want to ride. God is ready to go. I mean, where are you? Son, wake up. Daughter, wake up. What happened to you? I had a flat tire. I had someone slash my tube. The soul ram, when it's hurt, lets air out. Let's air out. It's wounded. Air is out. Please. Please, please. Officer, please. Thank you. Thank you. Please give officer a big clap offer. Amen? Air is out. And without this air, this whole thing is it's useless. So the enemy is pounding because he knows that this thing does not have air anymore. And so he comes from different directions. Got you down. Got you flat. Got you depressed. Got you discouraged. Got you weakened. Because we are not ignorant of his thoughts. Where does he start from? The thoughts, the tube. But where does he head for? To let your power is out. So there's nothing in you. So you are so weak. Look at that. Look at what we can do. Look at that. Look, look at what we can do. But we cannot. I can't squeeze. I can't do this. I can't. Look at this. Compare the two. See? This, I can, I can do anything I want with it. I can squeeze it anyhow. I can, I, can, I can trample it. I can do anything I want. But here, this guy here is strong. The spirit of a man shall sustain his iniquity. I mean, uh, his infirmity. I twist it, it still got air. I twist it this way. Any which way I go, it can bounce back. It has rebound capacity. It's coming right back. You may be attacked on every side. You're coming back. The righteous shall fall seven times. He shall rise again. It doesn't matter what the devil does, you will still come back. Tell somebody you're coming back. Tell somebody it's not over yet. Till God says it's over, you're coming back. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? All right. Now, the wheel that moves the wheel, the power that rotates the wheels, that keeps them going, like my hands, those are the hands of God, moving your wheels forward. And sometimes he needs you to reverse. He needs you to go back. Don't worry. I got your back. I got your back. I got your back. Don't worry about it. You know, it's not always that going backward means you're going back. It just means you're strategizing. It means you're planning better. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Now, the Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, it says to do what? Humble ourselves before, under the mighty hand of God, that he will do what? Lift us up in due season. Right? And then in verse 7, it says to do what? He says, throw, throw. Everybody say, throw. throw. Like, throw like this. 
And don't even look at where it's going. When you throw, thank you. When you throw, you don't care where it's going. When you throw, you don't care where it's going. When you throw, when you throw, it doesn't matter to you where it's going. You throw. You throw. See? You throw. When you throw, the enemy is not sure. It's that screaming. Not you. <laughs> it's screaming. So when you throw, you don't care. If you have to care, then you're not throwing. When you throw, it doesn't matter to you. The Bible says, cast or throw all your cares upon him. Throw them. Forget about where they land. Throw it at God. This is your headache. God, you got a mess here. You need to fix it. My problem is your mess. You got to fix me up. Hallelujah to Jesus. Shall praise the Lord somebody. God, you got a problem. You need to fix it. Throw your problems at God. Cast your what? Cares. Now, that word cares is the same Greek word for anxiety. Throw all your worries. Throw all your worries. I wish I can throw this so that this thing will get into somebody's head directly. And it would have been wonderful. Can somebody try that? When I'm throwing this, Duro, can you come? I will throw this. Please make sure your head goes in. Okay, your head? Okay, uh, let me do a better job. Okay? Oh, almost. We almost got there. I'll try again. We'll try one more time. Please make sure I do a better job. Okay? God! Praise God! <laughs> throw your cares upon Him. Let him take it. Let him go anywhere. God, just take it. Just, just go. God, just go. Take it away. Throw all your cares upon him, for he does what? Cares for you. All your desires, all your thoughts, all your worries and anxieties upon him. Thank you. For he what? He careth for you. Now, in the Greek Bible, uses another word for careth for you. The word careth for you, if you notice your King James Bible, it says casting all your cares upon him, for he what careth for you. It would look as if it's the same word. No, it's two different words. One is the care of someone who is tending to, who is paying attention, TLC, tender, loving care. That's for God. But for us, the word care is anxiety and worry. Worry. Cast all your worries. Now, notice, one more time, notice when I, when I cast on my cast, God catches. Thank you. God catches. He's ready to go. God is ready to go to take it, take the problems away. Please leave the problems where they were. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. They're ready to go. Me and my problem, so I'm left with nothing. I don't have no problems anymore. I can go about my life. I can go about praising God. I can go about shouting while God is fixing me and fixing the problems. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Give the Lord another clap offering. Now, notice in that scripture in 1 Peter chapter 5, 
The Bible says, casting your cares upon him, for he careth for us. Now, what's the next verse? It says, be sober. That word sober means be what? Don't behave like you're intoxicated. Be clear-eyed. Never walk with God like someone who is intoxicated. Be unintoxicated. Do not be in any delusion. Do not be in any confusion. Be very clear-eyed what you're doing with God and how you're doing with God. Open your eyes and see clearly where you're going. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? He said be, be what? Be sober. And be vigilant. Be vigilant. Be awake. Wake up. Don't be sleepy. Wake up. Look at the enemy. Wake up in the morning in the spirit. Wake up. Hallelujah. Because what? Adversary because the attorney, the attorney, another word for diabolus is accuser, slanderer, the prosecuting attorney. It's a legal term in the Bible using a Greek there that says you are faced with a lawyer in the morning as you wake up. You're not dealing with devils. See, sometimes we think it's just the devil just going to come in and go. No, you're dealing with a lawyer. In the morning as you wake up, there's a lawyer sitting by your bedside. He is coming in as a lawyer. He is not coming in to prove your case. He is coming to prosecute your case by accusing you first thing in the morning. His job is an attorney. Attorney on the opposing side, he is not coming to be your friend or he's not coming to pass away. He's coming to argue the case why God must not support you. He's coming to accuse you. The Bible calls him the accuser of the brethren. He is coming to deflate your tire. He is coming to try to deflate you emotionally. Now, let's have those, uh, let's have those uh, four again, or three this time. Let's do a tricycle. One in front and two behind. Since we lost one to, uh, yes, tricycle. In Louisiana, we have tricycles for those tourists. Wish we had Mama Cherry's tricycle here. It helped us. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Wish we had it. Okay, this is a tricycle this time. Amen? Amen. Now, in the front, we have what? Thoughts? No, we have thoughts, imaginations, and reasoning. Here, we have emotions, and here, we have will. Thoughts, imaginations, Reasoning. Here we have emotions and here we have will. Your will, your emotions, your thoughts, your imaginations, and your reasoning are all part of your soul. Now, he may not need my knife. He may not come directly. At you from all angles. Remember, he's the accuser of the brethren. Thank you. 
So he may come from in front and attack your what? Your thoughts, your imaginations, and your reasoning. And what does he do? To slash that tire right there. Thoughts, imaginations, and reasoning. And because of that, you have, your emotions are okay. Your will is okay. But you can't move forward. You still cannot move forward. Because your thoughts are crippling you. Your imaginations are crippling you. Your reasoning is crippling you. So you cannot move forward. The motto is ready. The motor is in the middle. God is ready to move forward, but you still can't move forward because that tire just went flat. Amen. Can't go anywhere. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, when this gets okay, you can stand. You can stand vertical. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, please stand. <laughs> so your back can be easy a little bit. Now, when that is not a situation, he might just come through your emotions here. Amen. And attack the emotions and then slice that. That goes flat. Your reasoning is okay. Your imagination is okay. Your thoughts are okay. Your will is okay. But you're flat on your belly as far as your emotions. Emotion. You're emotionally down. Yeah. And because you're downcast, you're not going anywhere. Amen. Got it. Now, it may not be that way. It may just be your will. He attacks your will. Your desire to leave. Your desire to move forward. Your desire to possess your possessions. Your desire to be an overcomer. Your desire to be a victor. Your desire to overcome that day. He will attack your will so that the will to leave and the will to overcome and the will to triumph and the will to have your success and your victory for that day is so hampered because you have a slice in there. Vehicle ready to go. God is ready, but we can't move because the will is down. Give a Lord a big clap offering. Thank you. Give a Lord another clap offering. He says, why? Because you got a lawyer. A lawyer that is working on logic. A lawyer that is exploiting psychology. A lawyer that has the Bible. The Holy Spirit calls him a lawyer. When he comes, he comes to reason. Did God really say? He's going to walk through your reasoning ability. He's going to walk through your mind. He can't walk in your spirit because your spirit is born again. It's after the nature of God. But then you walk through your what? Your mind. Your thoughts. Your imaginations. Your emotions. Your will. Your reasoning. That's the reason the Bible says casting down every imagination. Throw it down. Because when you entertain one, you entertain all. You don't know where to stop. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, so the Bible says, because your adversary, that lawyer, that evil lawyer, nothing good in him, is an evil spirit. It's a fallen angel. All he does is to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I'm come that you may have life and have it what? More abundant. In John 10, 10. You got to watch out for him because that's all he does. That's his talking trade. But I want you to understand that you have an opposer. I want you to understand you have a slanderer. Somebody's going to blackmail you and give you a bad name. All day long, slanderer. Accuser means you haven't done it, but he's making it look like you did it. 
That's what the accuser does. That's what a slanderer does. It's a professional who wants to make a lie look real and to argue the case in court as if it were real and try to make it stick on you no matter how, how much it's not factual, but he'll do his best to make it stick in you and make the world believe like you did it when you didn't. That's the work of a slanderer. But the Bible says, arise and shine for the light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. But you have to rise out of the ashes. You have to rise up from the grave. You have to come out. Just like Jesus said to Lazarus, Lazarus do what? Come forth. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Tell somebody today, you come forth in the name of Jesus. Come on, it doesn't matter if you've been dead four days and you're stinking already. It's time to arise. It's time for your miracle. It's time for your breakthrough. It's time for the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It's time to enjoy that power. It's time to enjoy the Holy Ghost. It's time to see him at work again. Yesterday is gone. Today is a brand new week. Last week is finished. This is a brand new week. God is ready to move. Are you ready to move? If you are shouting, yes. Now give a lot of big clap off. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Said hallelujah. Come on, somebody praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now the Bible says for your adversary, the attorney, the prosecuting attorney, the demon that was sent to your bedside to make you feel guilty this week. Some demon that was seen to make you feel like you're not healed anymore. Some demon that was seen to make sure that you feel you have lost forever. Some demon that was seen to continue to talk to you and never give up. So you go to the office, the demon going to the office with you. You go on someplace to the stores, the demon is following you. And you're hearing this voice, silent and quiet as it may be. The devil is continuously talking, letting you know you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. This thing is not working. This thing is not working. You're wasting your time. What are you doing? Time is gone for you. It's too late. It's too late. Demon. Fallen angel. Diabolos. Accuser of the brethren. He's a liar. He's a thief. He's a slanderer. That's the Bible. He's a wicked one. He is a spirit of infirmity. The spirit of sicknesses and diseases. Can you shout hallelujah somebody? Now the Bible says the reason to be alert... To be wide awake is because your adversary, Diabolus, he does what? He prowls around. He prowls around like, like. He's a like. He's a wannabe. He's always going to be a like. I don't care how good he gets, he's just always going to be a like. He's always going to be like a counterfeit. He's never going to be the real deal. But if you're not careful, you hear that sound, you think it's God talking to you. You think it's God moving. No, 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 no. He's a liar. He's a fake, fake guy. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? He's trying to make himself look like God in your life to try to control your life. The Bible says he's your opposer. Meaning... 
Whichever direction you choose in life, he goes to the opposite direction. If you're going forward, he's going backwards. If you're turning right, he wants to go left. If you're standing up, he wants you to sit down. He's called the opposer. When you're standing and you feel something pulling you down, understand the enemy is trying to force you down. Now, if I threw this up, it would do what? Come down. If I threw this up, it would do what? If I threw this up, it would do what? If I threw this up, it would do what? Okay. Now, but if I had enough energy and I moved in enough anointing, if I had enough energy, I could overcome that thing that is pulling each of those tires down. What is it called? Gravity. Gravity. So, if I have enough energy and boosters, like the rocket boosters, hallelujah, I can shoot up beyond this roof and I can keep going nonstop and nothing can stop me to bring me back. I need that energy of the Holy Ghost to shoot up and never be dragged down by the enemy. Just keep moving and moving and moving, especially going beyond the speed of sound. Can you shout praise or somebody? There are planes, airplanes that I call Mac 1 and airplanes that I call Mac 2. Mac being the speed of sound. And I'm told that once an airplane gets to the speed of sound, there is a sudden vibration in space. As if the pieces are going to fall apart. But if you persist and go beyond that vibration, you are going to reach the promised land. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Anytime the devil is shaking you too much, vibrating you too much, quaking you too much, understand there's a miracle about to happen. Something is happening on the other side. God is about to do something in your life. When too many things are being thrown at you, you're being attacked from every direction. Understand, I want somebody with the Holy Ghost fire today to shout hallelujah. I want you to understand that God is doing something. His miracle power is moving. His anointing is saying, no more. Enough is enough. The devil is a loser. The devil is a liar. Enough is enough. Tell somebody enough is enough. Come on. Say enough is enough. Hallelujah. I possess my possessions. In the name of Jesus. I possess my possessions. In the name of Jesus. I possess my possessions. In the name of Jesus. Come on. I possess my possessions. In the name of Jesus. I am healed. Come on. I am healed. 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 Shout yes somebody. Give a lot a big clap off you may be seated. Because your adversary one that stands on the opposite end trying to pull you down all the time. Trying to drain you. Trying to cause you to never have hope. Prowls around like a lion. Looking for. Everybody say looking for. It's in that scripture. What is she doing? Looking for. Earnestly looking for. 
which means he don't know. When you know, you don't have to look for. You just go straight. Go straight for who you want to devour. But the fact that the Bible says that he is looking for, means that he doesn't know. If he knew where you lived, and if he knew how to attack you, if he knew how to afflict you, he would not have to look for where you live. I don't care if your name is on GPS or your address is there. The devil doesn't know. If he knew everything, he would be God. He doesn't know everything. How much can one fallen angel know? He doesn't know everything. Only God knows everything. Only God is omniscient. Only God knows everything about your life, everything about my life. Not the devil. That's the reason he's called the accuser. And that's the reason he's seeking to see areas of vulnerabilities. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Can no demon come in your house if you don't open that door? Can no demon fly around your roof if you don't let them stay? If you pick up your stone like David and you shoot at the devil and say enough is enough. You uncircumcised Philistine. You cannot defy the armies of the living God. I'm a child of the most high God. I'm anointed by God Almighty. And the anointing shall destroy every yoke. If you believe that, can you shout yes somebody? When the devil knows your heart, when the devil knows you're on fire, he can mess with you. He can say, Jesus, I know. He can say, Paul, I know. And then who art thou? Can you shout, oh, yes, somebody. Enough is he. Give a little big clap offering. Your adversary prowls around like a roaring lion. Looking for zip codes. <laughs> Can you shout hallelujah? Are you going to let him have your zip code or not? Everybody say no way. Woo! When I see that blood, I pass over you. Come on. When I see the blood, I will pass. Death will pass over. Sickness will pass over. Disease will pass over. That's why we celebrate the Passover. Can you shout aha? Now... He don't know where to go. The Lord asked him one time and said, where you been? He said, he said, you have no idea. God, you have no idea. I've been going away to and fro. I mean, I just don't know what to do again with this, your people, because I can't find them. I've been going everywhere. I can't find them. Amen. He can't find you. That's become a mental torture. Because he can't find you. He's been looking for so long. So what does he do? He will accuse you to weaken you in your mind realm to see if that will give him a little opportunity to come in. Otherwise, he will leave you alone and go to the next one. And we will never be the next one in Jesus' name. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Okay, the lawyer that sits on your bedside in the morning, that sits with you in the office, comes to your office uninvited, he goes around making such a loud noise. Everything around you is so noisy sometimes because he's trying to get attention. Seeking whom? Looking for who to attack or to destroy. The Bible says, what do we do with that? What does it say in that scripture? First Peter chapter 5. Verse 8, it says, whom resist steadfast okay. in the faith. This person I'm talking about, you should do what? 
Resist. Resist. Stand your ground. Resist is stand your ground. Actually, in the Greek it says, conspicuously. <laughs> conspicuously. Stand your ground. Make your ground known. Don't hide to stand. Stand in public against demons. Make a declaration. Let them understand that he that is in you is greater than the devil that's in the world. Let them understand that. Stand. Resist. Resist. Go 180 degrees on the opposite end and push against him. Push against the devil. Resist what? Steadfast. Notice, continuously. Don't take a break. Don't say, I'm going to go on vacation today. Holy Spirit, five minutes break. No. Whom resist? Wake up and resist. Push. See? Push. Push. And stand there and keep pushing. And keep pushing. And keep pushing against the devil. 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 Push! Whom resists steadfast in the faith. Everybody say in the faith. In the faith. I can hear you in the faith. In the faith. Resist. Uh, everybody say resist. resist. Steadfast. Steadfast. In the faith. In the faith. Shall I praise the Lord somebody? If I'm going to rise and shine, I must resist what? Steadfastly, continuously, in the faith. <clears throat> Which means, God is saying, now the word faith is a passive verb in the Greek from the word patho. It's a passive verb. A passive verb means <clears throat> that you are not the actor. You are the receiver of action. John threw the ball at me. Or John threw the ball at Steve. Or Steve threw the balloon at John Duru. Steve threw the balloon at John Duru. Last Sunday, I remembered your name again is John. It's not John? What's your first name? Chukudi. Okay, how did we get John? Yeah? Huh? John is there, right? Oh, John, okay, then Yaro, okay, Yaro. Praise the Lord. In the bag. All right, no problem. Now, so this here resists what? Steadfast in the faith. Now, we said that that faith is passive. It, it should excite you to know that the origin of the word faith is in the passive, which means we are not the prime actors. Patho. Patho is passive. Now, Steve threw the balloon or the tube at Chukudi, at Chooks. Okay? Chooks, brother Chooks. <laughs> He don't like either because he didn't say amen. 
Chukudi. Now, through that, at him, who is the acting person? Huh? Steve is acting. I'm the one throwing. Who is the receiver of the action? Yes, he's the one receiving the action. So, but the Bible says that this faith is the faith that God imparts in the yielded believer to what? Have confidence in his preferred will. God imparts faith in the yielded believer so that the believer can have what? Confidence in his preferred will. Okay? So, now, in that case then, then, so when I throw the ball at him, he also has faith to receive. Right? He caught it before. This time, he didn't catch it. Okay, he just caught it now. And my dear brother, um, in, Charles, caught it. Okay? Caught it. By faith, he received it. But the way God has designed it is when God throws the blessing at you, he imparts faith in you to be able to catch it. Yes. God assists you to catch that blessing when it comes to you. Praise the name of the Lord. He imparts that faith to make it happen. But he says, I want you to activate that faith. And how do you do that? Speak the word before you even get to catching it. Say, by your grace, I'm going to catch it. By your grace, say it, let's hear you. By your grace, I'm going to catch it. I'm going to catch it. Come on, I'm going to catch it. In the name of Jesus, keep saying it. I'm going to catch it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Then God is saying, okay, I'm going to assist you by making sure that when I throw it, it doesn't go this way or go that way. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. Are you ready? And then you keep saying it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Hey, here. Good. Praise the name of the Lord. <coughs> Amen. The Bible says, whom resisted fast in the faith. By the time he was saying, I'm going to catch it, he hadn't seen it. But he kept saying it. The more he said it, the more faith built in him. Romans 10, 17. Faith coming by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. It means that faith coming by continuously hearing. We were saying this morning in the Sunday school, in our Sunday school this morning as our teacher was teaching, that the way God designed the Bible, everybody say, I got my Bible. Say like you believe it, I got my Bible. Now, the way the manufacturer, everything has got a manufacturer, okay? Now, the way the, <clears throat> the, drummer, the drumming set was designed. The way the drumming set was designed, there is a foot pedal here, okay? When I do this... That's the foot pedal. Now, you don't use this stick on this one. It's going to puncture it. 
This was not designed. It's light, but it wasn't designed to be used that way on the drum set. You must use the foot pedal to do that so you don't puncture the skin. Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? Amen. amen. I say amen. amen. You don't wear shoes on your hands. Does that make sense? You don't come to church walking your shoes. Your feet are bare and your shoes are in your hands and you're coming to church walking like this. You're out of place, man. We're going to have to call a doctor. I mean, I've never seen anybody walk to church with their shoes in their hands. Shoes are for the feet, not for the hands. Does that make sense? Can you shout praise the Lord somebody? The belt for men is for the waist, right? You don't tie your neck with a belt and your waist has no belt. You say, oh, yeah, yeah. I say, what's your belt? It's on my neck. <laughs> then we're going to have to call the doctors to come in. <laughs> Can you start praising somebody? When God designed the Bible, John chapter 1. Can we go together? John chapter 1. In verse 1. Whom resisted in the faith so that we can continue to arise. And to shine. John chapter 1 and verse 1. Can we read that together? What does it say? In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. Go ahead. In him in was him. life. Yes. And the and life was, was the light. light of men. And the light, light shined in darkness, darkness, and the darkness comprehended, comprehended it not. not. Verse 14. And the word was made flesh. And the word flesh, was made flesh. And dwelt, and dwelt amongst among us. us. And, and we, we did behold his glory. His glory. The, glory the glory of the, of the only begotten of the Father. Father full of grace and truth. truth. Now give a lot of big clap offering. That's a manufacturer's design. You don't run your car on water. It wasn't designed that way. At least the cars that I see here so far. The technology is that you've got to burn octane. You've got to burn fuel. Some fuel that produce energy to run your motor system. To convert mechanical energy into electrical energy for all that you need in your vehicle. Now, if you go pour water, the vehicle is not going anywhere. It didn't say any liquid. It's a particular liquid. The same way with the word of God, it was designed to run on a certain fuel. God designed it that way. Don't question God. He's the manufacturer. You can't manufacture your own word, so you might as well use this word. Now, the way he designed it, the word... From the logos comes from the word lego. Lego means to speak. I speak. You speak. We speak. They speak. In French. Je see. Tu es. Il est. Nous sommes. Vous êtes. Ils sont. See? Conjuguer le verbe être. Je see. Tu es. Il est, elle est, nous sommes, vous êtes. See, they look at me like that. 
<laughs> Praise the Lord. That's on French 101. Which means I am, you are, you know, all that stuff. Okay, that's a verb. Now, but in, in the Greek Bible then, same, using the same principle, it said the word was designed with the inbuilt formula of people must speak it. That's the inbuilt formula. So we can't change it. I can't. We have to talk to ourselves. In the word. You uncircumcised Philistine. You cannot defy the armies of the living God. David is speaking. If I can but touch the hem of his garment. I shall be made whole. The woman with the issue of blood kept speaking. I am not worthy for you to come into my house, but speak the word only. And my servant shall be healed, for I am a man under authority. And I say to my servant, go, and he goes to another, come, and he comes. I understand words and authority. Lazarus had been dead four days and was thinking. They could not believe that there would be a coming back from the dead. But Jesus said he's not dead, he's asleep. We go to wake our friend Lazarus up. Can you shout hallelujah? And what did he say? He said, Lazarus, come forth. Words spoken in power. Miracles in the natural. Can you shout hallelujah somebody? The Bible says my power to resist the devil is the power that I use in the spoken word. Faith cometh by hearing words that are spoken. Not words that are read. Words that are spoken. Spoken by who? The Holy Ghost or yourself. Somebody got to be talking. Resist steadfast. In the faith, you cannot resist steadfast outside of the faith. Pistos. In the faith, God is saying, but I'm not leaving the entire job to you. I will impart that faith to you as you speak my word. Because death and life are in the power of the tongue. Sunday school today. If you're missing Sunday school, you're missing a whole lot. But Lance has been teaching like crazy. She's doing great. Give her a big clap off. Now, you feel the symptoms, right? But there's no disease. You feel the pain. But no nerve is destroyed. Until you accept it. Speak life and have life. Speak prosperity and have prosperity. Speak breakthrough and have breakthrough. Speak divine favor and have favor. Can you shout praise Lord somebody? The Bible says we must resist him steadfast in faith. That's where we stop today. Come on back on Sunday and we'll continue the series Arise and Shine. Have you been blessed today somebody? Anybody been blessed? The most blessed person give a lot of big clap offer. 
Give